Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Little podcast in the home studio here. No topics, no no preparation, no planning. Freestyle. We're just freestyling it. And yeah, yeah. Especially if there's something, because I know you, and as much as you think you're not gonna want to talk, yeah, I'm gonna say something stupid, or oh. there's gonna be, I'm gonna say something wrong, and like when you really falling like, upwards. When you yeah. <laughs> so. We went to the Museum of Science. I don't know what it was, what came over me. We hit, we went in the planetarium and we experienced live trying to <laughs> explain. And it was like falling upwards is how I described it. And she looked at me like, you mean rising? <laughs> <laughs> There's already a word for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and she saw the, the look, like it wasn't a bit. Like it was, I truly was like, oh, no shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> so he still doesn't let me live it down to this Never. day. <laughs> nice. Good, good. And to introduce the, I'm sure you may have picked up on a third voice here. Uh, my personal favorite, and I think no matter what guest we have, will be my favorite guest. Mm-hmm. It's my son, Noah Morocco, who's joining us for the first time. May partake in the conversation, may just idly sit by, try to fun, sneak yeah. his way <laughs> out of here. Probably will try to make fun of me. But, uh, Happy to have him in the studio here today. Hell yeah, man. And um, Matt Morocco's a regular guest here. He doesn't even need to be introduced. <laughs> That's the only thing I want to make sure. As long as I'm adding to, you know, this project, adding the value. Like, especially, too, like the, you know, the, the research articles. Someone was like, hey, you know, that, that's really cool stuff. Nice. Um, but then, you know, we've done a few just kind of BSing, too. Yeah. Yeah, which is always fun. Well, so um, you're talking about like the the planetarium. That was you guys went to the Boston Museum of Science. Yes. Yeah. More like months. Yeah. What What do you What do you remember most about that trip? Anything? Because you had been before, right? That wasn't yeah, your first time. Yeah. My my. I think the the thing two things I remember the most was falling upwards. <laughs> <laughs> and whoops. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> or, I remember the two big whoops moments yeah. and the boba incident. Oh, the yeah. boba incident. Share with us what oh. the boba is. You do that, buddy. Is that boba fat? <laughs> so it's the boba tea. Is it boba, right? Yeah. Did I used to say it wrong? What did I used to call it? Bubba? Something. Anyways, boba tea, right? I was, I'm on a medication that I can't have caffeine. So, and I, we order the boba tea. I want to get in on the action. I want some boba tea. <laughs> I order it. I take a mouthful of boba, which is those these like jelly balls, and realize that's the tea, and all the caffeine is inside. So we're in an Uber, right? We're in the backseat of an Uber, and I don't know what to do. The guy's window won't roll down, and no, to it, me, you just didn't want to roll it down. Well, cause like I, I don't know, I didn't want to start spitting boba balls outside this guy's wall. Been there before, right, guys? <laughs> And we got Brandy and laughing in the background if we didn't introduce her. Sorry. That, that's not a laugh track. This is real life. <laughs> oh, I was just asking about the Museum of Science. We went up to Boston for a show, but then stopped at um, Harvard Museum of Natural History. Crazy, man. They have like two museums combined into one, but then there's this whole section on a geology room that has just like all these different rocks and minerals and gems from like all over the world. And it was just like this amazing exhibit on its own that you probably could have spent all day on but then you know they have like you know dinosaurs they have this picture i mean this section for like native american north american history stuff like that as many as of of those things are like throughout the country it's amazing how they're all different like i've been to some in san diego we've been to like the RISD museum growing up too 
and it's just they all have these special different collections man it's super cool that you know i think they like lend certain exhibits to different places like it's here for a year and then it goes somewhere else so some of them are always con constant shuffling around but sometimes i forget about how many of those things are around here in providence in, in boston area yeah yeah we haven't frequented enough museum I mean, like we do the museum of science and stuff like that uh museum of like natural history and things like that like that might, maybe there'll be a new avenue they, they had something like they added a, a downstairs floor and wing to the museum of science with all like things like that the taxidermy of, it was like, just birds there was an entire just birds oh yeah i love that man and, and even like there's a whole wall of just hummingbirds uh, yeah. there's like 85 different types of hummingbirds remember the drawers they had these things like they had these drawers you pull out and they'd be what was inside it was we found a latex tongue uh turtle and we did also they had it all like they had a bunch of like they had like almost every type of bird and then they just had a lawn flamingo like you know those flamingos with the, the stick yeah like an like an ornament i don't know if someone put it there and the museum was just like yo that's just too brilliant it's, it's just part of it now it's just it's oh my there God, <laughs> yeah, i forgot about that so i don't know we just got back from gatsby art festival in cranston kind of this regular little thing but i think they do it every memorial day weekend i think that's kind of how that goes like I was saying before we started going here, I can only do like a half hour at a time. Then there's just too many people just randomly wandering around, you know. Dan, Dan's social battery still runs on fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah, do all these carbon emissions. And plus, too, it's like I almost treat it like I'm uh, like grocery shopping, like an in and out, even though the whole point of those things is to go and just Mangle. relax and yeah. look at different things. But I don't know. But I like that type of stuff because it reminds us just how creative people are like there's people making stuff out of old license plates there's everything different lotions and all that stuff like i don't know super super creative but um watching all of the actual artists get to interact with people because it's very common where i don't know like someone like my sister alana has a shop and you get some interaction there but this is just like kind of getting a better reflection of like what people actually think about your stuff and it's kind of cool man yeah, how did she do? Do you know she she's selling some works out there? Yeah, it's always hard to say. Like I know, um, th those events are like, she was saying like she noticed this year. It almost seemed like people were more interested in like the small little trinkets, like you were talking about, because a lot of her art is is wall art. You know, we have a piece right here, like shells and driftwood. Um, she does like a lot of different painting and stuff too. So, well, you, you know what? There's a side because I was thinking this. It's funny you touched on this. I was thinking this when me and. Uh, when me and Noah went to the market, um, similar thing, smaller than what you're talking, much smaller than what you were talking about. But there's this sense of you want to contribute to the festival itself. And you want to contribute to each vendor. And in a sense, you can't, you can't, you know what I mean? Like if you buy that from just your sister, then, well, I'm not going to be able to support that guy. And the, so you buy a little thing, and like that little trinket, like, will you ever even see it again? But you want to support that artist. You want to. No, that's exactly it, man. And, I, and the guy was just talking about of like me just want to get in and out. Like, that's not totally true because I love that same thing. And I feel like that that's something that I wouldn't normally buy. But because I'm here, I want to support the local artists and stuff. But then next thing you know, like, you know, I didn't bring a thousand dollars to share at this stuff. That's the thing. If I don't have a bunch of cash, too, in my back pocket, 
I don't, it, I almost don't enjoy, I don't want to be, do, do they want me to be a window shopper and just take up their time, pretend like I'm going to buy something just because I feel obligated, talk to them and then walk away well, empty yeah. handed. Yeah. You know, like. It's not ideal, but some of them do enjoy that process. Like you can yeah. tell that some people just want the interaction okay too. okay with Plus it. it's still exposure for their business. Yeah. So like there's some vendors that I didn't buy anything from, but I'm like, I've got their card and made note of like where their shop is or what their website is. And that way I can. Yeah, everybody's in the future, you know? flinging business cards out there and stuff, you know. It's Bad business cards. Did you have that feeling at all, Noah? Like that obligation to to buy something from them? Did you feel bad when you no. didn't buy it? Nothing at all? Nope. Not even at all. Not even at that butcher shop? Not even there? <laughs> yeah. like, she looked so like homely and sad about the whole setup, too. It just really solidified. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about uh, you guys were at like this kind of farmer's market or something kind of slash a little festival and saw like a, a, a random what like 12 or 15 year old girl was she super young super young she was young just she, sitting by like a, a, a all along there wasn't a parent for miles <laughs> like it was just her a table and three cool coolest stuff full of raw meat and the girl couldn't have been well, we more didn't know upset. It was stuffed. We didn't open it. Could just one single piece of raw meat uh, in uh, each. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been. Could or have been. body parts. Right. That was that was a disguise. <laughs> and that's why she looks so morbid. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, do they have at, at school? Do they have stuff like like art festivals and stuff? I think like when we were in like middle school, they used to have that type of thing, like a bazaar. I know they did that at like Christmas time. Is that still still going on? Uh yeah. You, I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, Multiple like, times do they still do like book fairs and stuff like that? I think they stopped doing book fairs, but they for elementary kids. But we did have one last year, but it's not. They still have it, but it's not like a big thing. Yeah, it's, it's not like there. super organized. Yeah, I remember we had those as kids. And it was like it used to be like a it was a holiday, like when it was school books, Scholastic Book Fair Day. And we get to go down to wherever it was set up in the gym or whatever it was. It felt like they had like. Barnes and Noble set up in there like how did this pop-up shop how did they do this yeah it wasn't one part of it like it was you get the little like brochure or like you know magazine and you like pick your stuff in advance yeah but then like I think there was a part where you you go and you could just buy stuff on the spot too so I never I don't remember how that went well they had yeah they would have a day right where you they would take you down and then and then you mark the ones you want after right that's what it was no so that was like a separate thing right where you would order from the booklet and it would get dropped off to your classroom how did it work explain clarify we're confused uh it was so it was um they used to i knew they did this in like like elementary they used like they would take they would give you like a sheet of all or all they would say all the books it was not all the books yeah and it, you could you could like check off the ones you'd want and you can like you have a price you you give it to your parent and they could add it up and then be like okay here's the money um, but they'd have like extra like they had like erasers and stuff there that you could also get but okay all right cool cool do they do that anymore though uh they do it but i don't think they do the booklets they're just like these are some books that are might be there so oh, they give you a little like teaser teaser yeah yeah but they'll be like marketing they'll, they won't tell you that the book fairs aren't now until like the last day and like the book fair is closing tomorrow it's like I'm I'm curious about like like what are classes like now like stocks they did we did a whole thing uh it was a whole like trimester on just stocks that's cool yeah is is it like semi interesting or are you just like why are we doing this it varies yeah because I mean I remember shit in eighth grade it was like we created our first email address and it was just like 
a typing class for like, that's what we're doing this week. And stuff that is just such a given now, like you don't have to, kids are typing before they can speak, you know, in a sense. And it's just, just because even in, when we went to school, the books and stuff were so outdated that I'm hoping that with like more ebooks and stuff like that, that like we're at least getting like more up to date stuff. Well, see, what I bet I, I can set up this. I know the answer to this question. What would you say makes a deciding difference on if the class is interesting or not, if you're involved or not? Two things. Two the things. the topic, because like like sometimes I'll be learning about something. I'm like. I'm going to actually listen, and then other times it's like, <laughs> I don't care, and the teacher as well. The teacher, yeah. Sometimes yeah. the students, but that varies from right. class. Right. So, like, right off the top, what what's, like, your favorite subjects or areas? Like, what would be that thing? Like, all right, I'm paying attention. Mm. Probably it, it varies, because sometimes it'll be math and science, but then other times it'll be social studies, but that's just because we're right now doing a history unit on, like, the Middle Ages. It covers a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I love that type of stuff, too. Even science. Like, are they breaking that up into, like, chemistry and biology or not yet? Uh, we're doing... We did, like, a small thing of chemistry that's more in uh, eighth grade. And then we're doing um, biology right now. Yeah, I'd be interested to see, like, how that's set up because, like, that stuff's super interesting. But I do remember in seventh and eighth grade, the way they try to kind of throw it at us, it didn't relate to life and we didn't understand the point of it yeah so i don't know I, I remember i mean i think it was ninth grade we had, we had biology and like just something about all the classes back then where you just can't wait to get out you want to just go hang with friends but especially like where i found myself now like chemistry biology I, I love all that stuff but like you know in a in a certain context rather than we're not actually combining chemicals you know and like making stuff so I had so I had some questions. I had some questions for you. Is it okay? I ask you a couple of questions. I need some help. I need some explanations on a few like hot-bedded topics that are going on that I don't fully understand. Depends. If, all right, all right, and you can always decline. Sure, you know that's not a problem. So there's a lot of controversy going on right now with Bud Light and mm -hmm. Dylan. Do you know the guy? Yeah. The the her la, her yeah. right yes. her last name Dylan Mulaney. Mul no, John. That's John Mulaney. He's one oh. of the best comedians ever. <laughs> Uh, Dylan Mulvaney, I believe. You're close. It's, it's close. Um, what What's the controversy? It's basically because um, a lot of people were like, were upset because um, Bud Light was supporting, like, you know, like a, mm -hmm. a trans person, you know, the with that whole thing. So people mm -hmm. were boycotting them. And they were, they were, so they were like, we're going to boycott all companies that supported it. But I don't think most, like, you'd have to do a lot of research because, like, they were talking about, like, even if, like, during, like, June, they, like, changed the colors to rainbow, mm -hmm. which is, um, you know, Budweiser, the, um, the NBA did that, too, so mm -hmm. no more watching, and it was, like, the... <laughs> yeah, you're not going to watch basketball anymore? No football, no nothing. Yeah. America. And... <laughs> <laughs> we are barring America real quick. Yep. <laughs> And there was uh, uh, one other one. Someone was like, I remember one specific person who was like, I'm going to switch from Budweiser to Jack something. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, jokes on you. 2016, they also. Well, and then like uh, changing colors to rainbow, like that happens all the time everywhere in June anyway. It's right. Pride Month, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not a, a weird thing for, for for a company to do that. But I don't know. That That's interesting that some people need to get 
worked up about that and it's just like is this really affecting what do you your lives what do you yeah and on that point like what do you think what do you think is making some of these people be so stupid <laughs> about something that has nothing to do with them and to be so opinionated do you think mm. you know what what's going on there why maybe because that's just like where they were brought up yeah 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 well i like that it's not putting blame on them and and ignorance. yeah just an ignorance right. to a it not understanding things right. too right. yeah yeah a lack like yeah yeah that's the ignorance the lack of a lack of awareness lack of education how did that situation make you feel did you feel you had any stake in it did you feel offended or you kind of like you know well sure most this... people are drinking alcohol so. there we go <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't switch Four. from bud light that's what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I mean, that was something. Thank you for kind of clarifying. So there was, so another another one, another topic that I wanted to get your opinion of. And like in this formal setting, because we've kind of discussed these things before, you know. There's not going to be any questions, I don't think, that are, are brand new to you. A lot, a lot of people have no idea about the stuff that we get to talk about all the time anyway. So, like you said, it might sound repetitive to you, but... A lot of people are interested in this stuff and it helps kind of show a different different light that people don't get exposed to. Right. And like to have your opinion, your point of view is very important because it it's it's a perspective that with all the empathy in the world that me and Uncle Dan can't we just can't, you know, we can't utilize um, because, you know, like, well, let me back up just to explain that. Um, how do you identify? Do you uh, him? Is he him? Okay, yeah. and trans is that the appropriate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, all right. So you, you do consider yourself, you know, trans? A trans would it be just trans? Guy, man, man, trans yeah. man. Okay, all right. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm learning. There's this like added pressure of not wanting to get it wrong and offend somebody, mm-hmm. so then it doesn't help, you know. But lucky me, my son's very patient with me, and I think my son knows that. I, when I mess up, it's a genuine just a whoops a daisy because hopefully he sees the effort. Um, but so with you being a member, like we were saying, you know, of the trans community, you can provide even just for this podcast here, a perspective of, you know, from, from a point of view that we can't capture yet. We don't unfortunately have a friend in our age group, um, that could feel that Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you, you're kind of an important, you could be an important part of, you know, what is being created here. And, Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, so to get back on track, um, so with you being a, a member of the trans community, I'm curious to know two things, how you, how the community feels about what I'm about to talk about, how the community feels and how you feel about it personally. If And I wonder if they're the same or different. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> the swimmer, the, the, the college swimmer trans woman. Leah Thomas? Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. Have you heard of Leah Thomas? Says former University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas. Responds to critics and... Trans women competing in women's sports does not threaten women's sports, all that stuff. Yeah, so what it is then, this will be good, I can just uh, uh, elaborate. You've probably heard of this topic, but maybe not mm-hmm. the specific person. So what Leah Thomas was a male swimmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was not good, Didn't never placed. He then transitioned. Mm-hmm. So he's now a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And sports was his passion. His, her passion, excuse me, was her passion. And lucky for her, you know, she didn't give up on her passion despite these other things that she was going through. Um, but the only option available was now for her, Leah, to compete with other women. Mm-hmm. So, formerly man, you know, for, does it say how long 
Well, I guess that might not be important. Like, how Whatever long... You think so? Yeah, because, like, there's this... Especially if we're talking sports, right? Because we're talking development. It seems like you might already have an idea where I'm going with this. Um, for you to say that it is important, you know, how long did this person develop with testosterone as opposed to, you know, um, different therapies? But now the debate is, and this is where now I'm finally getting to the question. So she, <laughs> So she competed... When she switched over to being a woman and competed against women, she started setting records, all sorts of records, breaking records, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the colleges, the sports thing, let it all stand, right? Um, now there's some debate. Should these records stand? We, I, it's already agreed, me and myself, I'm confused by this one because I already am fully agreed in accepting a trans woman as a woman to whatever however they want to define that it if that's what makes another human happy like where's the harm in that um but in this particular context when we're talking sports and competing what do you think about it? do you have any thoughts i feel like i can't like i'm i'm i don't i'm not into sports at all so mm-hmm. i'm not like really good on this topic mm-hmm. but it does like you know how long uh, not really I don't think it really I don't know if it matters how long like before she went on to taking estrogen but mm-hmm. it more matters how long she had been take like you know taking estrogen because that it can slightly change like your bone structure and stuff like that okay but not completely so mm-hmm. that would de- that would determine a lot but I don't really have much else to say about this because I'm not into sports at all yeah, so I just yeah. kind of yeah, it says here that like when Thomas began her senior season in November 21, she had undergone 30 months of hormone therapy. So it's not a long e- e- but either way, like once you're like a 20 year old male or man, whatever, like right. you 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 have like you said a different bone structure, your muscle fibers are different. Like th- there's a noticeable difference between male male female. That's not like a you know, an exclusionary thing. That's just right. our, our biology, physiology. So right. I think like what you were kind of alluding to is that like somebody that has had the, this amount of testosterone through their body for that amount of time, you would have a strength and speed advantage. People that love athletics still want to compete. If you're going to transition, would it be appropriate to have like a, a transition team or something mm. like that or, or a league? I mean, maybe in high school so or college. It's a separate category or whatever. Yeah, and I could see some people saying like, oh, well, then now that's exclusionary and this and that. But like if we're talking about the, the, the sport and the nature of athletics and healthy competition, that only makes sense, you know? So it's, yeah. it's hard to say it that. It seems like an easy solution that you just put on the table. Like that would make everyone happy, except the people that want to, you know, just they are, that are addicted to outrage and they just want to be mad about so what is it having a, a league that's just trans like was that kind of like I, I mean saying? that, like that, that makes sense so like we're all competing at a, a relatively even playing field because like we've heard this on, on different shows before like Rogan talks about this because he's a specialist in combat sports so at that level like at MMA a, a trans a trans woman that used to identify as a man now you know, potentially beating a woman that never had that testosterone. And, you know, this has been kind of debated before, so I don't want to get too much into that. I'd rather hear, you know, Noah's perspective. I know you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to get off too much. So what is, as far as you know, 
because I know you watch your YouTube, so you got you have some window into uh, kind of pop culture and what you know the communities are saying about this. What does the trans community say about this? Like, are we horrible? Am I a horrible person if I think that? Like, I for this specific situation, because you bring up the first best point is that it's wait a second, it's nuanced. And there is no across the board. That's what makes this conversation. Every conversation should start off with that friggin' disclaimer. Mm-hmm. And like, go figure. The thirteen-year-old was the one. Well, first off, each situation is different, right? And, and, and that's <laughs> like that's what that's what this platform is for. Because the adults aren't doing that. <laughs> They're not saying that. We get to unpack it a little bit because I've heard these little debates in sixty-second clips. That doesn't cover it, just to get people's emotions going. Yeah. So, so but what have you seen? Well, you can't just like say that. You know, because everyone in the community has different ideas or, like, you know... It's different. Right, you can't just say, how do they feel about it? Because some people can be like, no, that they... It doesn't matter. And other people are like, okay, I can see this. So you can't really... There are... Do you have a pretty... Is there a pretty good population of uh, a trans community within your school, do you think? Uh, I, I don't know about my entire school. I know about my grade. There's... There's not, there's like a small handful. Are you guys close? Did you guys find a community or is it just like everything else? Some people like, it doesn't matter if you share that bond. Some people are close, some people just aren't. Yeah, we we mainly are all just like chill with each other because we're like... There's like a common ground? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Do you ever face any negative pushback from the the community or the school or Mm -hmm. talk... Tell us, explain a little bit. Like, what what have you experienced? Well, I've had. Uh, it's mainly just like it was. There was many incidents, but there's mainly just like there were two on like, and the 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 school and like teachers and stuff. They didn't do anything about it. They're like, well, we can't really do anything about it. So, so are, you, are you talking about like bullying and stuff yeah, like, like that? Yeah. What were they doing? They were they were like you know they would they would go. There's one kid who's still, you know, he's still being a jerk, and he he does he hasn't really t- meant like talked to me often, mainly because I do a very good job at avoiding him. But like he, this kid likes to go after like he know or kids even kids in the learning center who he knows has like a short temper or a short fuse, and he'll just mess with them so that they'll to teachers it'll look like they're initiating the fight, even though like I've seen him like like go behind a kid and like grab the the back of their hoodie and like yank them back multiple times and they're like and I was like dude leave him alone and he was like why I'm not doing anything wrong it's like you're choking him yeah. from my experience I've seen that like there's a lot of kids out there that are just hurt like young childhood trauma that they haven't even identified as a problem yet so we start taking that out on peers and I mean I'm very familiar when I was younger I would do that with my my sister Amy I would be quiet enough to get her riled up so she makes noise and she gets yelled at. It makes sense that some kids take that to school and I don't know, it's a tough spot when most of those kids that are doing the bullying don't fit in anywhere else and they they kind of mold their identity around making fun of others and they don't necessarily know what they're doing. It's not giving them a pass, but at the same time I, I definitely understand like some of the some of the stress of like, oh, now I have to avoid this person and, you know, low-level anxiety sometimes of like, oh, I got to go back here tomorrow. But I'd, I'd like to think that some of the staff and schools and teachers would be a little bit more proactive in making sure that there's like a zero-tolerance policy. But, I mean, good luck trying to 
keep 11, 12, 13 year olds in line. You know, it's kind of a, a little zoo. Now, just to clarify also, did you did, because some of the things you mentioned about how the kid bullies was like kind of like instigating. Did he bully you specifically about being trans? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Specific, yes. And what, it would just comments, things he would say? Yeah, like he would do just, you know, just saying like, you know, dead naming me a lot and, you know, mm-hmm. and like I would go to a teacher and be like. For those who don't understand, dead naming is when you use... So Noah was, was born with the name, was initially given the name Nevea. when Transition chose the name Noah, so her dead name would be considered Nevea. So, continue. So, yeah, he just would continue to use that, and even after, I would be like, alright, chill, stop. He didn't, and teacher like, he'd gotten in trouble for it, and teachers were like, well, we can't really do anything about it. But because he was doing, you know, he was doing what he was doing to me, and he was just saying other things the kid so they they moved his entire schedule so now they we don't i don't have any classes with him and neither does the kid that's how they dealt nice and i'm curious to know because again like a big part of why i'm excited to have you on the podcast is that i think you can help others that are in similar situation how did it make you feel when he was doing that to you specifically obviously about the trance thing did it isolate? Did you feel isolated from the group? Did it, or did you have a strong resolve? But it didn't shake you. You know, what do you? What do you? It was. It was more of like a like a. It was more of like a mix of things. It was like it was just like anger at just him for you know doing what he was doing. Yeah. And it was also like sadness because it was just it was degrading. And how did you? Do you remember how you dealt with it? Well, how do you dealt with those feelings more specifically? Uh. Music, really. Okay. I just listen to music. All right. So those are some good suggestions. I think that's helping you build a muscle of not only being more comfortable with yourself, but it's practice for the rest of your life because there's always going to be people. There's always going to be people that are miserable, Uh hate their own life, and they want you to be just as miserable. So so like this is a part where if we start developing a pattern where it's like I, I, I show that this upsets me and it like rattles me to my bones it only fuels them sometimes so it's almost just like you don't respond when people don't call you by your name that person loses their power when you don't react or just stay silent or whatever it's not saying like you know be timid and don't don't stand up for yourself but in my experience a lot of times people get more fuel and power when they see people get riled up and by the way very proud of you with how you were able to uh, correctly identify you obviously knew how you felt in those stages the way you dealt with it then in those time and got through it and and handled it and didn't let someone else's wrong hatred shape what your self-view and self-image was Mm -hmm. because i know dad like i can speak for myself i still struggle i so much had this the hatred of others and them putting me down and saying bad things that it, I internalized it and it became part of my story and became part of my truth. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say very proud of you of not doing that at such a young age, being able to, to, to differentiate and compartmentalize. That's his hatred and his, you know. Yeah, that's exactly it because ultimately that, that person is not happy with themselves. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's all. That's what I wonder. What is this kid going through yeah, that right? he's so... And I'd imagine too, like you could see like a scenario where like maybe they're sitting around with the family and it's kind of just like a braggadocious thing. This is what you tell your little your little man 
when you're a little boy because like that person, the adult, doesn't know how to. Well, I was just gonna say, let's let's now go find dad's trial, childhood right, right. trauma that he it's never resolved yeah, yeah. because now he's just perpetuating that. It's oh, so it, sad. and it's a thousand years deep. Yeah. Oh, it, it is just generational. Yeah. But Tales sometimes it, it takes like one individual to figure out how to turn that negativity into more power, and you can stop it in that generation. Mm-hmm. It's not like across the board, but I don't know. A lot of times when we don't do it in a healthy way you know of identifying like not only what we're feeling but like like matt said internalizing this stuff it solves the problem in the short term but it always it it boils up inside of us in different ways and then comes out in unpredictable manner so you know you're already ahead of the game by being able to identify that and then definitely and then like okay i'm going to turn this into drawing or art or listening to music or stuff like that so that's a that's an awesome way to look at it and speaking of art, how you been doing on your art? What's been where you're at? What's Good. your most recent project? Anything going on? Uh, there's one thing I haven't started it yet. I have like the pieces of it, but I just haven't started it. Is um, it's like a we had like this, you know, those like double sided mirrors. Like one's really zoomed in, one's really like you know normal mirror. Mm-hmm. Those usually used for salons. We had like two of them, and one of them broke. Mm-hmm. So I just like took because it wasn't actual glass; it was like plastic with the. So I was planning on you know getting a hot glue gun and just like making something out of it with clay paint and the mirrors and like putting it back together in different oh. wrong, in like a wrong way. Oh, interesting! That's a pretty cool idea. That's cool. <laughs> Working with like a, a very unique material there. That's that's pretty cool. How, how does that stuff like? What, what does that look like in your mind? Like, does that pop up as like a, a vision first, or you just see these things and then like? things come together like oh that's in disrepair let me use that for something it can vary sometimes it'll it'll be like i'll just see something like i can do something with that like randomly and then suddenly i'll have something and Mm -hmm. but (laughs) other times i'll just see this i'm like i could i have an idea for that no rough sketch i just wing it i don't think i've ever had a plan i've just just winged it and i've it's i've had multiple things that have just changed like halfway through yeah so that's awesome, man. And while I'm thinking of it, my, my sister Alana is an artist. You know, she does a lot of energy work. We, we talked about her a little bit earlier, but she she put um, a cool little talk together. And I think it's on YouTube and she's doing it again. But it's uh, it's called like three keys of like spirituality in art or something like that. I think you'd get a, a kick out of it because it's a lot of oh, it's not like straightforward stuff, but like getting deeper into like the connection and expression with your soul, man, because that's ultimately what art is send that to you see if you want to check it out i think it's some cool that'd stuff that'd be cool but yeah we've something for us to both watch yeah, Hell yeah. We, think, we went we watched the last one it was really really great yeah she did like a live little zoom meeting so some interaction but um i think she's doing a similar one again sometime soon and um i'll send you guys the link man please I, do i think you get a something out of it yeah because like i you know i don't really consider my i don't consider myself an artist but watching mm. that it reminded me that like oh that's because i have this weird interpretation of what an artist is You're defining art wrong because yeah. our yeah our living is creative dude mm-hmm. and what we're doing here with the podcast this is like our version of creating something and like you said it's something that didn't exist before you got this broken mirror and now it's like a, a cool little thing that wasn't around before and that that's like super cool to think about i love that stuff mm-hmm. any questions you want to ask me it's not a question but did you guys hear about there was an incident in like this trailer park area where um a landlord was murdered in and it was right in our it was home to, like i've passed by the house multiple times oh, type wow. of thing yeah so i don't know man I've, I've definitely got upset about like rent checks sometimes but never that bad 
<laughs> yeah. go, like, we're, right now my landlords are awesome so i'm lucky i don't have to deal with that but that's some that's that's nuts when it's like a, a place you're familiar with and you're like oh man this is happening right in our hometown here it's the landlady dude you gotta get it right dude. oh excuse me <laughs> i haven't learned anything in this podcast <laughs> you've, le- you've unlearned things. i've learned <laughs> i'm regressing <laughs> so i don't know is it do you guys like have a uh, stuff in school you talk about like current events or is that not a thing anymore uh the teachers don't but like like the students do because nice. one of the it was like the landlord was going over to get like you know to evict them and the reason was is because someone in my school their parents were going to go buy the house oh wow so like they talked to the landlord they texted him they were like hey are we still meeting up and when the the you know the the parent texted them the, the landlord was already dead and, oh my god! Yeah. So they, they didn't text back with the skull and crossbones. No. <laughs> Is that too soon? Too soon. <laughs> Edit out for me. Yeah. yeah you what? You probably have better insight. You watch all those forensic files. And... You, you guys talk about that oh, stuff at lunch like, or something? Uh, it was. We talked about it actually during science class because we while well, we were well, the, like the teacher had to leave for a second. So yeah. It's just what we chose to talk about. <laughs> Top of that, there was another incident. There was this like these group of seventh and eighth graders from my school going to um, the elementary school, and they like they beat up a kid <gasps> to the point the kid has seri- an elementary school child. Mm-hmm. No, it was a middle school child, but it was. <sighs> No, no it was a middle school child, but it was Roving multiple gang kids. Of <laughs> middle schoolers. And some of the kids that were, you know, like beating up the kid, I went, I've passed by in the hallways and like got, like walked by in class. Any ideas on what the it was over? Why that one kid got targeted? I'm, I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure he was originally in like my school, but then was transferred because of bullying already that was happening oh there. Oh my god! You know, that's some shit, man. And then and then you find like another group of of you know not very healthy kids, and then it just turns into this thing where that, that's just an interesting part of human behavior. Where when we get in groups, stuff that you normally wouldn't do yeah. is like okay, so scary. and it's like it's because it's not me doing it. It's like it's it's spread we're out. Doing it's it. like we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I bet you get any one of those kids from that group and just him and the other kid, and there's nothing going on. Yeah, I mean that that stuff we experience all the time too. Like we we generally can feel more confident in a group because like like I said the responsibility is kind of dispersed it's a little diffuse and i mean that's the ultimate level of that is you know getting to the level of like nazi germany in the in the early 40s it's just like the individual doesn't think that they're doing bad like you get enough um i guess like propaganda and like starting believing things that you're actually doing the right thing mm. so you know the the people think they have good intentions but i mean the other day we were talking about uh kind of the group think that goes along with uh, the, the end of the pandemic kind of thing and, and when vaccinations are not where it's just like co- collectively, generally, people are like, this is the right thing to do. Get mm-hmm. this and we'll all get back to work. Yeah, it comes team vaccine. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I can sympathize with that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, man, like there's enough history with some of this stuff where you can't make these promises that like, this thing's just going to go away and we're going back to normal now. Like we knew that that was kind of a faulty claim, but yeah. and you don't ask questions when it's just like, oh, well, this is the only alternative. Right. And we failed. This wasn't even that severe and we failed the test miserably. Imagine this was like a 10 times more severe virus. Our time frame to make a decision personally about what we're going to do about vaccines was sped up to half, even if it's still not. Could have been like the right. yellow death. 
or like the Black Plague. And what was the Yellow Death? The um, it was basically like it was basically like liver failure minus like the actual liver failing. Oh, oh. Yeah. liver or something inflammation and yeah, your eyes can get a little yellow. Your skin gets that little tint. It's not even a little. You ever see someone's eyes jaundice? It's yeah. it's yeah, sometimes it's like yellow. Hell yellow. yellow. Yeah. It's crazy. The the whole lesson from all that stuff is just doing what we can do individually and as as families of like how are we supporting each other so that we're set up to handle anything that comes. What was your perspective on the on the whole pandemic? From your uh, did you love it because like from your perspective school, your home, living the dream. I, yeah. Kids weren't dying. They were home. It was like prime time for the kids. Yeah. There's still a lot of um, drawback from the pharmaceutical company. Like, hey, do we trust this anymore? Like, we've been openly lied to and we're kind of okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big hit we take is losing trust with any industry, whether it's a government or if it's big pharma. Like, you know, that's... Those are important things that you want to have some faith. Well, then again, maybe you don't want to have faith in them because if they lead you wrong and you just have the faith, then you're screwed. And maybe the mistrust, you know, it has its advantages. It's going to have its disadvantages the next time there's something big and we're divided in terms of medicine and stuff like that. And it's going to be like, here we go again. You know, it's already, it's already preemptively divided. You know, we've already picked teams, even though kind of everyone's... The season, it's off season right now, so everyone's yeah. kind of mingling with each other. Yeah, making just, draft trades and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just let, just wait, just let them call one game, and everyone's gonna go right back to their sides. Um, I'm interested too because like nothing like that happened when we were younger, and that like going through that when you're 10, 12, 13 years old, that it's almost like this happened once. So when it happens again later, like we're not as alarmed or something. And I don't know, I could see a disadvantage of that part of like. It's almost going to be too easy to just say, like, all right, everybody's staying home and your jobs aren't essential, you know, like that that whole thing. Mm. When, when his peers start work, like the workforce, they can just suddenly say, like, okay, like you, you guys aren't allowed to work. That That's a super tough time when coming out of high school and, you, you know, you're starting to need your own income. And then it's just like, well, we've decided that Dunkin' Donuts isn't essential anymore. And that's, we know that wouldn't happen here in New England, but still. <laughs> yeah, right. that's it's as essential as it gets. The banks will close before fucking <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that one one of Duncan's signs like COVID prevention runs on Duncan or something? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, America's health runs on Duncan. That's so funny. They just put like you know they, they had a the little image of a guy running and then like the symbol of Duncan. It's just going to be like a a sideways like syringe and then the Dunkin Donut <laughs> like I don't know your health starts here or something what you guys can have that for free Dunkin I, I won't uh, <laughs> I won't copyright it yeah free plug <laughs> well, for all those hours that I spent working at Dunkin Donuts as a kid man I'm you know lucky to have had a job but, but Dunkin Donuts if you listen and we know that you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. send your boy a gift card <laughs> so I can sell it because Dunkin sucks <laughs> Nah, it's alright, but once you start getting these nice home roasted beans, dude, you can't go back yeah. to Dunkin' Donuts. So what? What else? Anything you want to talk about? Oh, yo, real quick, I wonder what happened with getting all that caffeine and then those little caffeine bubbles, dude. Did you? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh those boba. Those the, the boba, they're still in that guy's Uber probably. I hid those. Oh, you didn't I, I finish spit the story. Yeah, I didn't finish oh, the story. Right. I, I thought you like consumed them and like. No, I spit them out. Let's see my what hand. happens. And now I'm holding them in my hand. 
and I didn't know what to do with them. They're all slimy, and you're like, and I could, and now it's in my right hand. Yeah, like, like I didn't know. Oh my god! She's just laughing. I'm like, shut up, because I know I'm about to do something bad with this boba. Like, don't draw attention. No, so luckily he had an old enough car. Oh, poor guy. Remember the thing for the, for the magazines? <laughs> He's like watching the, right now. In the back He's of listening. the seats. I just kind of... <laughs> those things are probably still there. It's not the worst, man. You know these picked up people that's puked and, and all that in their right, car before? Right. It was it was black on black. So it's it not... Was, like, no, his car was tan. Was the interior tan? Yes. Uh, it was oh, it's even better. It was tea. <laughs> Bl- same color. <laughs> but the boba balls looked like black, like the microphone. Yeah, it was, it was noticeable. Yeah, they looked like that, but just smaller. It was noticeable. It wasn't my proudest moment. <laughs> <laughs> my, she, my most memorable. Oh, and that's the first time you heard what I did with it. Because since then, she's been asking me, Dad, what the hell did you do with the <laughs> No, you did. And I was like, you don't did. worry. Did I eventually you, tell yeah, you? Yeah, you told me. Because in the like, beginning, I was like, don't worry about it. Oh, you asked me in front of you. Like, we hadn't left oh the guy. God. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> and then when you got into things, like, what did you do with them? Because I didn't hear, like, the, the door open and you just... Or like the window rolled down because you could have just rolled down the window. I, yeah. No, and I think there had to be a reason why I'd left I it in his down car. He was a nice my guy. My window, so I knew you could roll down yours because I rolled down mine. <laughs> I think my window was broken. There was something. <laughs> well, I, I, I offered you. I was panicking. I thought the caffeine that was in my system was gonna have an interaction with my medicine, and, and you were going you home it. alone that night. I don't know. I was overthinking. it. <laughs> Yeah, I could, I could absorb it through True. the monster. That's what I was. That's why I panicked and was like, I got to do something with this. And that's why I was like, mm, you, did, mm. you didn't even, you didn't even. Ch- ever I just wanted to try the balls, and I thought the tea was because you know, you know the drink we're talking about, right? Yeah, You've seen it. Yeah. I just wanted to try that, and I figured the tea was the juice and everything else. And no, the tea is the those are the caffeine. That the guy who's driving listening right now, just like. <laughs> you owe that me was a him. car wash. Yeah, now he's like, you know, he's got his all your information all up in the the Uber app and all that. So yeah. he knows. Right? So Uber yeah. driver, if you're listening, and we know that you are. <laughs> he's going I apologize. Out to his car right now. Which I he's like that son of a bitch. That's why it smells like tea. Yeah, yeah there, he could. There could be some guy out there. He's like, my car's been smelling like tea. <laughs> it could be worse, man. Yeah, yeah right. It might be like moldy tea though, because. Yo, imagine, remember those old um, uh, little ashtrays that just clicked out, like yeah. in the yeah, back yeah. too. Like, if they had that, then that deserves to have some slimy boba balls. <laughs> that would have been my, yeah, that would have been my target. Boba balls. <laughs> it wasn't even like a thing where you put your folders. It was just the gap in between his seat and the middle thing. You have that? No, 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 no. It was on the back. Like, remember what my old cars used to have on the back of the seat? There'd be the like a pocket. Part. Yeah, there's like a pocket. I put it in that pocket. You put it in the... That's worse! Yeah, I told you I didn't tell you. He's been trying to ask me where I did it. And I was like, don't worry about it. Because I didn't want to admit what I did. I just assumed but you either you like go. threw it under the seat or like in between I wish I did. I just, that's why I didn't want to tell you. Because what I did was a stupid, stupid thing. That's worse! That's arguably worse. Because people put I their just hands it. in there. I could have just held it just for a few more minutes probably. Right, yes. It was We were. It was like two... We were like I don't know. Maybe I was afraid it was going to absorb through my skin. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to see how many times I can say that. Boba balls. (laughs) Every time you say it. The the word itself almost sounds like that horn. You should just make that that a little clip that you just insert in random places in the podcast. People play the little sound effects and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That planetarium stuff's pretty cool, though, huh? I got, um, uh, as a gift, I got like this... Uh, kind of low power telescope but it's definitely something where 
you know, you can get a good picture of the moon certain times of year, especially now you can see a uh, Venus right after sunset in the West. And, you know, even like uh, low powered binoculars, you can still kind of see like, oh man, this is a whole, a whole other world spinning out there in science class. They might've like, you know, taught you guys about the solar system, but that stuff's kind of weird when you just, you know, looking at flat images, but then you get some of the stuff in a view and you just like, you can almost see like the 3d sphere of the moon. And when you think that that thing's swinging around and balancing us out. That's crazy. We've tried, we've tried both going to see far and trying to go small with the microscopes and stuff like that. And the stuff that's like, I always get something that's like geared towards a kid and it just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like our microscope was okay. That thing, that thing was awesome. What do you mean? Okay, yeah. that, that was awesome. Yeah, no, we locked up on that one, but we never got a telescope that. We, I got one. Yeah, you gotta like pay for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's worth it if that's like a hobby. Yeah. What type of stuff did you look at in the microscope? Sand was one of the coolest. Yeah. Salt. What? What gave us the cubes? The little tiny cubes? Wasn't it salt or sugar? I think yeah, it was either salt or sugar. And you see these like little like little shape little geometry shapes that make up like the crystals of it oh so cool that yeah looking at that stuff is crazy and the thing that we're kind of like you know just on the whole spectrum of size and scale and stuff and then when you look all the way up but it's just like it's it's the same like you know what do they call it like the fractal pattern yeah, all the yeah, way yeah. down that yeah, like yeah. The, these are the things like the part contains the hole in there i know you just got back from from virginia man you Tell us a little bit about that. I know you gave me some highlights. Ah, uh, man, I'm still processing. Yeah, it was mostly just like a little solo trip, just walking around town and. No, dude, yeah, no, I went all out. Yeah, I had a beautiful uh, room, balcony, beach view, right on the boardwalk. I switched hotels a bunch of times. I jumped around hotels because, like, I would go home, but like I, you know, I had made some friends out there and. I didn't want they didn't want me to leave so I'd grab another hotel and I'd upgrade and get something better and then I want to impress people so the the beach view went to a suite with the beach view before you knew it I had a little living room and we weren't going any and we stayed in and I signed a six month lease and I don't know how I'm still here yeah so this is my last day in Rhode Island and I'll be (laughs) coming back soon that's cool man having the opportunity to do that you know getting a, a week off from work and just spending some some time outside of uh, Rhode Island. Got Super to see sweet. family down there. Got to see my cousin. Yeah, man. Shout out Ricky, man. I know he's been a good supporter of the podcast, telling us like you know keeping it up. And oh, I'd love to have him on, man. He's got some stories, dude. Especially, yes. and his humor is unparalleled. He's 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 refined it down to a to a masterful artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. a man. Dude. <laughs> It's a huge frog. I'll tell you the name of Whoa. it after. But yeah, it's huge. And then the- so it's a giant. We're seeing an image of a giant frog, bigger yeah. than the size of a full-grown two full-grown hands, mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. Uh, hands of a man. Oh yeah, yeah. and see that thing hopping out of a, uh, a pond or something. You'd be like, oh, oh man. the pond it hops out of is so- the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here. <laughs> oh, I see what's so funny. So this frog is from Lake. Titicaca. <laughs> so like Titicaca scrotum frog. Scrotum frog. <laughs> no way. That's not real, dude. <laughs> I do not see the word scrotum. It says it's endangered scrotum frog. <laughs> I love you guys. Isn't, isn't that lake in a, a country in Africa? Is that where it is? Uh, I'm unsure. Titicaca? Isn't that from Ace Ventura? Why do I have I heard Titicaca? Wasn't that like the scene? Sounds like Remember, he would say it just like no, that. No, I know, like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but no. It's not Ace Ventura. No, it is Ace Ventura, but it's not. He didn't say that. It wasn't he this word. Else. It was yeah, a different it was, word. It was, okay, yeah. okay.
And to circle back to what we were talking about, you can call me whatever you want, but I'm not answering to that. <laughs> He's dead naming Scrotum Frog right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, st- I'm a step ahead of it. I'm already. Do you mean rising? Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess I did. Falling upward from the dead. <laughs> it is ascending to ground floor. <laughs> Whatever conspiracy theory they bring at you, just bring out a crazier one. Bigger one. That's pretty Just make it worse. You want to out-conspiracy me, Grace? (laughs) Show you. (laughs) What earth? (laughs) Right. Right. But they present it. It's because what they do is they present such anecdotal evidence. And anecdotal evidence could could be... It's very easy to perceive that as, oh, well, did you see that? Like, look at that one-off instance of that that they pointed out. Mm, that must be true across... That. Yeah, that must be true across the board. It's like, no, that's just a one-off. It's just anecdotal, you know? And you're presenting it in a much bigger frame. I mean, we went we went through this with loose change and all the 9-11 stuff, and I remember there's still some questions of that. No one talks about that much anymore. That, that yeah. phased out. People just like, all right, whatever. Someone did it. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't until, like six or seven years later that we even started seeing videos about this stuff because like that was the transition period where you know there, there weren't phones it wasn't like the the viral communication that we have now so sure. like for from 2001 until what 2006 or 7 like that you could just kind of say whatever you want and unless you had you know access to certain documents and stuff like you wouldn't know any different but i don't know i, I think we're kind of in that period now we're like switching out of a the, the pandemic fear thing like we're all so just sick of it that nobody's inquiring and asking like well what just happened and like how do we move forward collectively when we don't have trust in these institutions and stuff and you know I could understand that because we're all kind of sick of talking about it but there's a lot of things that branch off of that and it's all just you know if, if we like ignore it then does that mean that it's more likely for these companies and corporations to be able to just steamroll us and do that again well, but they always say it's one of it's one of the human errors or part of the human condition that we forget and like we do like it just goes across the board with all these situations with the mo- with the pandemic like give us some time and like we're going to forget and yes we absolutely can get steamrolled again in the exact same way no question we because you just look at look at how together we were and how patriotic and all that and like we forgot all of that within a year like that yeah. was forgotten now we're 20 plus years out like we don't even care if our own government did it or if you know what I mean we're so far like I got a, a, a late due insurance bill like I don't care about exactly yeah <laughs> you know what I mean I don't care about any of this stuff like yeah because you're right like ultimately like if it's one side or the other then the next question is like so how does that change how you look at the world and how you act as a person how you carry yourself and if it doesn't, you know, relate to that, then it's like it doesn't mean anything. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dan's Den. Don't forget to follow and turn on notifications so you don't miss our latest releases. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it so we can reach more people. Also, check out our other episodes. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>